Hello and welcome to Chaplain's Word of the Day. I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett and I invite you to come along with me as we explore God's Word so that we can be inspired, challenged, and comforted together. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett and today I want to share a word about diligence as I comment on John 6 verses 5 through 13. This passage reads, After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias, and a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles which he did on them that were deceased. And Jesus went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in the number about five thousand. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes, as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together, and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Diligence. Of all the values and words in the world we might discuss, diligence is, well, it is one of them. <laughs> it's not the most exciting value or word. It's not the most interesting value or word. It's not the most fascinating or flashy or endearing value or word. It may be the value or word that is most likely to produce a response of meh. <laughs> diligence may be one of the most underrated values, but that doesn't mean it's not important. Nay, vital. Our focal passage for today is evidence of this very fact. You see, what we begin with is an opportunity to excel. Uh, Jesus had no problems gathering a crowd, particularly in his early ministry in Galilee. People were drawn to him by his miracles, but also by his teaching, both of which were done with great authority. Jesus wanted people to listen to him more than to come to him looking for miracles, but the miraculous had an important place in his ministry, particularly in Galilee. Now, as we know from John and from references in other parts of the Gospels, that a great crowd had gathered one day to hear Jesus teach. They were out in the countryside, and the hour grew late, and the people grew hungry. When the disciples pointed this out to Jesus in other Gospels, he turned to the disciples and asked them what their plan was for feeding the multitude. 
Now this was, as we used to call it in the Army, an opportunity to excel. There, there are no problems, there are only opportunities to excel. His followers, however, were at a loss. They said it would take over half a year's wages to feed such a crowd, 200 days to even give people a taste of bread. 200 days wages. They scouted about and all they could find was a young boy's lunch of five small loaves, about the size of your fist probably, and two fish. And what good was that? It was like trying to put out the fires of hell with a water pistol. But Jesus took the opportunity to teach the disciples, and he teaches us even today. I can almost see Jesus shaking his head and saying, Oh, really? Watch this. Well, Jesus wouldn't have said such a thing because he was humble, and as the creator of the universe, he really didn't need to brag on himself. But still, in my human frailty, I wish he had. I wish he had said, Step back and watch. Because he then proceeded to feed the great multitude with a small boy's lunch. He did it in this way so that he could teach some vital lessons. First, the first lesson is Jesus knew what he was doing. And we can have confidence in Jesus because he's got everything under control. He knew what he was going to do. Next, we see that Jesus cared for people. He cared about their temporal situation as well as their eternal situation. And we need to care for people like Jesus did. Third, Jesus had the power to act. He was the creator of the universe and he is the sustainer of the universe. His arm is not shortened. He can and he will act. Also, we see that Jesus did it upright. Not only was everyone satisfied, but the leftovers were plentiful as well. As Malachi wrote, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And then finally, another lesson is, Jesus allowed others to participate in his work. And that's where this little boy's lunch came in, and that's where diligence came in also. You see, what Jesus did was he gave an opportunity to serve alongside himself. This little boy had an opportunity to serve alongside Jesus. God graciously offers his people the opportunity to work alongside him. And sometimes these opportunities are big and they're flashy and they're complicated. And sometimes they involve making lunch. Now, we don't know who made this little boy's lunch. Chances are it was a mother or older sister. In any case, some unknown but diligent parent or sibling thought, there is no way that I'm going to let Junior go out without some food. And then they proceeded to put feet to their thoughts and made a common, everyday, but perfectly adequate lunch <laughs> for one. <laughs> a perfectly adequate lunch for one. They had no way of knowing what Jesus was going to do with their act of diligence. They never could have, have imagined what Jesus would do to feed a multitude with such meager rations. They only knew that it was the right, the diligent thing to send out their son or brother with lunch. Because they were diligent in a small everyday task, they got to be a silent partner with Jesus in one of his most famous miracles. So what if that unsung mom or sis didn't do the right thing that morning? What if they slept late? Or what if they didn't care if Junior was hungry? 
Would that have kept Jesus from feeding everyone, including Junior? <laughs> oh, of course not. Jesus as Creator could make bread and fish appear from nowhere. Everyone would still have been fed, and there still would have been baskets and baskets of leftovers. The only one to miss out would have been the silent partner, the slothful sluggard who let a little boy leave home without lunch. So we have opportunities presented to us as well. When we are diligent, when we take care of our business, uh, we have no more way of knowing what Jesus will do with our diligence than the one who packed that lunch. What we do know, however, is a couple of things. First, you know, we know, as one of my former bosses like to say, that we should always do the right thing even when no one is looking. Now that might be mean doing something as significant as preaching a sermon and starting a revival, or it might mean packing a lunch. But it's always right to do the right thing. Second, when we are diligent, when we do the right thing, we make it possible for God to use us in ways that we could never imagine. Take, for example, this instruction from the writer of Hebrews. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Diligence isn't flashy or popular with people, but it is apparently high on God's list of values. Those who have ears to hear, let them hear. Before I go, let me share my new book with you. Seminary taught me to be a pastor, but the Army taught me to be a leader. I would like to share how God melded those two skill sets in my new book, Decently and in Order. It's available now on Amazon in paperback and on Kindle. If you want to know more about effectively leading teams and events, check out Decently and in Order on Amazon.com. I believe you will find it eye-opening and helpful. That's Decently and in Order by Otis Corbett. Thanks for taking a look. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon with another portion of God's Word that we can consider together. Every blessing, I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett.